We've got some new merch items to tell you about the Be Good to Yourself crew neck in teal. It's frosty. And we got the new hoodie in bittersweet. Plus, we've got the root beer t-shirts from the uh, root beer cartoon. All that and more at theovonstore.com. Oh, baby. Oh, dang, look at the baby. It's so tiny. It's so tiny. God, I remember that song. Remember that from church? Oh, look at the baby. It's so tiny. It's so tiny. Dude, at one time I went over to this. I don't know if it was Japanese or Chinese or it was some knees. That's all I'm going to say. It was some knees. It was Asian. There was, you know what I'm saying? You could damn, you could throw a pot of rice in this church and hit an Asian. They probably had unlimited Asians in there. You know, it looked like a... It looked like a, um, it looked like a kind of an Asian-y, Asian-y, Asian, Asian thing, spot, place, Asian. It was Asian in there, and, uh, and I remember the first time I'd ever heard a batch of Asians like that sing a, um, church hymn. You know, I think they were, I don't know if they were first generation or not, or I'm not sure what generation they were. They were, some of them had the, the beat, you know, the little, some Asian people though, if they get real old, they get that catfish hair coming out of them. And you could get, you know, you put a damn worm in front of one of them, they'll damn, you know, they'll jump right out their damn kimono. They'll jump right out their damn church pajamas. You know what I'm saying? They don't. You put a spinner bait or something. You throw a chicken liver in front of a. You know, you got them catfish Asians, baby. They'll lurch. They'll lurch. They got that, you know. They got that last bit of karate left in them. And they'll, you know. Because, it, you know, a lot of humans, as they get older, they you cross with an animal at a certain point. A lot of humans cross with an animal. And for a lot of Asian, for a lot of Asian, that's catfish. You see that guy, you know. But yeah, I'd never been to a church before where I had seen um, Asians, uh, multiple Asian, doing uh, singing church hymns. And it was pretty cool, man. It just shows you that um, that everybody can sing, you know, and that there's a that everybody, no matter what ethnicity or culture, that they all can sing uh, songs of faith and have you know and be excited and stuff like that and be at church. I remember, I can't I can't remember the song now, but it was like, uh, "Do you see the baby?" Do you see the baby? And they had a big screen in there, and they'd have a picture of a uh, 
you know, the three wise men going to get uh, Jesus Christ out of the sandcastle. So, anyway, what I'm trying to tell you is happy Mother's Day. I want to say that out there to every type of mother, every every mother. There's a lot of you, there's a lot of you listening right now. And you're a mother, you got something, you know. There's no other, that's how, I mean, that's God's peephole, baby. That's how God looks out into the world, through a mother. That, I mean, you are the, you are the liaison between you know, you're the on-ramp between the Lord and earth. You got that on-ramp. You got that thoroughfare. You know, you got that, you know. You got that yum tunnel on you. And that's how God, God, that's how God serves him. That's how he serves the world. You know, you're a woman's body, a woman's vayinye, however they say it out there in some of these other continents, the vayinye, that's how the, you know, that's how the, 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 that's how the Lord, you know, that's how he just puts people on earth. That's God's last hand. That's his last. That's his. That's how he reaches out into the world. Through a woman. Through a mother. That's really fascinating. If I told you there was a portal, right? Say I come up to you. You're sitting somewhere. You're having a sandwich or something. You're having a little cut of meat. Cut of uh, cheese. You know, you're having a cut of meat, cut of cheese, two breads. You know what it is, a sandwich. Say you're having that. You're sitting on a little riverbank or something. I come up to you. I say, hey, buddy, um, I'm going to tell you where there's a portal where you can go into another realm. You'd be, a, you'd be there in a heartbeat. Well, that's what a that's what a mother mother. That's the only way, the only way to get from the brain of the of God, of the of the powers that be, of Mother Nature and Father Time. The only portal is through a dang woman, a mother. Or this bitch, as some people call her. I don't, you know, I don't say that. But anyway, I just want to, yeah, I want to wish everybody a happy Mother's Day, you know. Um, you know, sometimes I think that uh, people are just ideas. They're like, like, what if God had an idea, right? And I say God in the, in the you can, whatever God you want, it can be. Everybody, you, I have my, you, you can have your own God. Um, 
but I think of people sometimes as like an idea of God. Like, say you have an idea, right? An idea kind of comes in, it comes into, like, it comes out of kind of nowhere, right? Like, if you have an idea in your head, it comes out of nowhere. And some some ideas, they do, they, they stick around, they... They turn into something. You know, some ideas, they make a difference. They, some ideas really get turned into something and can adjust the world, can, um, can change things, can adjust, a fa- can adjust something small or as big as the whole world. You know, ideas, they can, you don't know how big an idea can be or how far an idea can go, right? If we have an idea. So sometimes I think that humans, they're just ideas of God, really, you know? It's like we show up in the existence. We have a purpose sometimes. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we evaporate and disappear early, you know? Sometimes we stay around for a long time. Sometimes we change our environment. Uh... And sometimes we, 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 we can change the world, you know? So I don't know if this is making sense, but I feel like life, it's like being a lot, it's like we're almost like an idea of God. Like if we have an idea, it comes into fruition, we do things with it. Some of them are really helpful. Some of them kind of come and go. But if God, when God has an idea, that's us. That's a person. We're his idea. We're like ideas of God. We come into life, we meander. Some sometimes we have an effect on things, sometimes we don't. And uh and there we go. So not sure if that makes sense, but um that's something that's just been going on in my head. Uh I'm grateful to be here with you today. Um I'm grateful to be thinking about mothers. I'm grateful to be thinking about mothers. I got to see my own mother last weekend in Phoenix, uh, Arizona. She came out there and and we had a nice time. You know, it's been a long journey with my own mother, uh, getting to know her. And uh, since we didn't have a connection when I was young, getting to have a connection as adults. Um you know, I talk a lot about that. I'm not going to go into that right now, but it was awesome to get to see her. Um, we got to do the largest show we'd ever done at the Arizona uh, Financial Center. Dang, bro. Dang. Dude, warm up the Asians, baby, because I'll sing about that. Oh, the baby is here. Oh, look at him. Um, That was magical. I want to thank everybody for coming out to that. It's a different type of energy, man. You're out there on the stage and you feel little. God, I feel so little out there. In a club, I feel normal size, regular size, six foot, 182. One arm a little bit shorter than the other. Neither arm that long is neither long. I, 
medium arms. It's nothing you notice, but if you know, you know. Um, what was I talking about? Dang. Oh, in that big, in that, in that vast of a space, I feel like, I think I almost feel like a bird could come down and just pick me up off the stage. You know, it's almost like you feel like the mouse, like, you know, somebody sees a mouse, they shine a light on it. And that's what it's like in there because it's big, it's dark. There's a light on you. And I'm like, man, a big bird's going to come and damn get me. Mm, God, I don't want that. Mm, I don't want some big dirty bird picking me up. But, uh, but that was incredible. Just thank you guys for just being a part of my life for uh, wanting to come and see me, wanting to uh, wanting to let me see you, um, you know, or just shame. I'm just glad we all get to spend our time together, and it, it's just been really. It's been cool. And I know a lot of people, they want to get to interact more, um, you know, and we do what we can. Um, but I just want to thank everybody for coming out. We did one show that was in a circle, and that's damn confused. I mean, it's like, damn, bro. The whole time I feel like I'm performing and asking people for directions, you know, and nobody knows where. I mean, it just, it was in the round. At the Celebrity Theater. And this place looked like a... Uh, it looked like a White Castle. But like the, the... Like the... The White Castle... Like where... You know, where... White lived or whatever. You know, it looked like the last White Castle. But like the biggest, greatest White Castle. It looked like a CEO... Where the CEO of White Castle would live. This place. It's in a... Just in a big parking lot. And there's just a damn castle in it but it's just a low castle it's just like a short castle just a low castle just damn short castling so if you got a you know this castle it's like a it, you know short castle and you're like damn what is this but thank you i i had never done a thing in the circle like that so it's damn i'm damn dizzy you know halfway through the jokes i gotta hold on the stool or something uh it reminded me of the Gravitron, you know, when you go to the fair as a child. You know, where I lived, you'd go to the fair and, uh, and you'd get on the Gravitron. And we'd go over there a day early for 50 cents. They'd let you get on a ride. And you were experimental. You didn't realize it. You were a damn lab rat. They were testing to make sure the shit worked and Make sure there was no lice on the equipment or whatever. Because, god damn, boy. You get on one wrong ride, you itch for a month, cuz. I mean, I swear to God. My, I, I had one buddy, he had two nipples. He itched one of them bitches right off, bro. That's how bad he got uh, body lice. He's down to one damn nipple, cuz. Because the lice, they, they need a place to meet up at on the body. You know, they're just like, they're just like a group of white people at a um, music festival. They, every now and then, they got to meet up somewhere and check on everybody. Where's Rhonda? 
How's Ricky? Oh, damn, where's Donna? Oh, well, Tammy and them left. They left. They're gone. So, uh, lice are like that. They want a place to meet up. And God forbid it because it's your wiener or, uh, or something like that. Or inner wiener. That cooter. That in, that I dub, baby, that in, that, that in wiener. Yeah, you know what? Oh, yeah, you got the end winner, don't you? Hey, lady, let me see that end winner. Oh, damn, mama got that end winner. Oh, 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 oh. Welcome to the world, to the baby. We're happy that you're here. I can't remember that Asian church. Yeah, but thank God they met up on his nipple, dog, and ate that bitch. Because you get them body lice. But um, anyway, what I'm trying to tell you guys is, oh, yeah, it was like the damn Gravitron, like the shape of the place. And the Gravitron, you'd get over there a day early to the uh, to the parish fair, the county fair, and you'd pay 50 cents and let you get on the ride. And the Gravitron, you laid back against the wall and the whole thing would spin. The damn thing was spinning. And it used all the power in the community. Damn, your mom's blender would damn shut down seven blocks away. So this bitch could spin. And it was, you could hear your, you know, the dad, your dad works at the factory. That bitch shut down. Everybody's having power outages and right there in the middle of the fairgrounds, the Gravitron is spinning. And then you can't even, it. you get pushed against the side so much inside you can't, Close your mouth or eyes. You're just like, yeah, I'm having fun. Fuck. And then the guy running it, he'd be in the middle. And he, he was always this rock and roll dude. And you'd be like, do you want to rock? And one person, you could barely, the, the centrifugal force was so strong. You could barely get your arm up a little bit like, yes, I do. And then he'd damn, that guy would show you his damn wiener every time. That guy was a damn, he was just a visual pedophile, that guy. He'd show you that sprout, that body branch, homie. You know what I'm talking about? That nut snake, baby, that wiener. He damn just, and you couldn't, you couldn't close your eyes or anything. Everybody's mouth and eyes were just wide open because you were spinning on the Gravitron. And he just, he, you know, he didn't do anything, but he'd show you that bitch. So, I don't know what we're talking about. Happy Mother's Day. That's what we're trying to say here. And we are grateful to a lot of beautiful mothers out there. We, we love you moms. And, um, and thank you for giving us this life, whatever our life is. Now, the tough part is when you're not enjoying your life, you know, uh, to then still find that gratitude uh, to your mother. But, you know, there's no, there's, I don't know when it happened in time that we started to think that life, while it is extremely unique, right? It's extremely unique. 
It's, it's so rare. You know, Neil deGrasse was on here. And he was talking about the rarity that you exist. The odds that you exist. I mean, you may not, you may you may hate math, but you are math. You are a equation. You are a carry the one carry the one million. There, the odds that we, that you, that I, that any one of us exists, they're astronomical. They're astronomical. But somewhere along the lines, we, you know, we started to think, I guess, that life was supposed to be a comfort, a comfortable thing. And I don't know when that happened. I think that happened for me, too. You know, and maybe some of that is just a, an American societal uh, idea. Since we live in a, and, and, and have lived historically in one of the more comfortable countries. You know, where we've had a lot of um, blessings and gifts. You know, we've had a lot of, we've had a lot of cash and prizes. We've had a lot of, you know, we have water, we have roofs, we have, uh, Food, you know, we have our needs met. Um, that we started to just think that life uh, was is supposed to be a comfortable journey. But if you look out through time, man, it is not. It's never really been that. People have battled plagues. Lightning. Mm, what else? AIDS. Um, flash flooding. And dangerous animals, baby. All of that. Anyway, I get in my head sometimes that it's this com it's got it's it's supposed to be this comfortable thing as opposed to that it's supposed to be this journey. It's supposed to be this experience uh that doesn't really have any guarantees, you know. Um And I wish I could look at life more that way cuz I think I wouldn't uh I might have I, I might I wouldn't be, I'd probably find less disappointment in things if I looked at life more as like, okay, here I am on this journey as opposed to why isn't my life going a certain way? It'd be more like life was never promised to go a certain way. It's just life you know it's just like an idea it comes along it could anything can happen to it so I'm a little all over the place uh Sit and tell you my story.
way too fast on a runaway train with a heavy load of mine. Um, yeah, good to be here. Uh, thank you for being a part of my life. Thank you for uh, blessing me with your time today. And we are out here and we are alive. And this is life. This is what it is. You know, if I can accept life on what it is, where it's at, then I, I'm in a much, I'm, I'm in a much better space usually. You know, if I have too, if I show up with too many expectations, then I'm gonna man, I'm always gonna be uh, disappointed. You know, I'm always gonna be disappointed. But if I can get myself, if I can get myself to be like, okay, let's see what's gonna happen today. Let's see how it goes. Oh, it's going good. Oh, it's going bad. It's not really going good or bad. It's just going. But when I start thinking too much, it's going like this. It's going like that. I need it to go like, it's like, um, then I'm almost too attached to it. You know, whereas if I can sit back and just watch life kind of happen, and not overreact to it, just recognize it's always good. That's the thing. Life hadn't been tricking anybody. Life's got two hands, bruh. And it'll give you some bird seed with one and, and it'll punch a damn, it'll punch you in the fucking neck with the other. That's life. Life will hand you a couple little uh, butterscotches, bruh. With, with, with one hand, and then while you sucking on them mitts, hit you with the other hand. That's life. Life has always done that. It's that butterscotch freaking bad boy, son. It's a uh, James J. Brad Utterscotch. That thing, will, it'll punch you while you freaking enjoying some sugar. But if I, I, so at a certain point, I got to know that. I got to know, hey, this is what life does. But if I'm a, so attached to it, then I'm going to do, then I'm going to be riding like that too. If I put my saddle on every moment. But if I can just kind of sit in the middle and know it's going to be high, it's going to be low. But I'm just going to ride her, bro. I'm a rider. Then I don't get caught on the waves and the crevasses. I'm just chumming the boat, man. Yeah, it's going to be tough here. It's going to be untoughed here. Let's enjoy the sailing, huh? Let's do some smooth sailing. Um, Better Help, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Better Help. That's right. Better Help, if you need something, if you are missing Ways of connecting your life. If you're not feeling like your old self, you could be evolving. Sometimes you need help doing that. Sometimes you need a reflective surface. You need somebody to help you see who you are and uh, get a real look at yourself. That's right. Better help. They can be there for you. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give them a try. BetterHelp, it's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-H-E-O today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Theo. Summer's coming. It's coming fast. Dang, it might have already came on ya. Are you ready to unveil your beach bod? I'm not. But Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild. I just used their trimmer and just ch- trimmed up my uh, chest and belly. So made enough, got enough hair to make a dang mitten for somebody, for a cold hand or a hoof or make a damn hair condom for someone. It's time to get ready for a hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code Theo. That's right. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. That's right. No one likes nose hairs. They can get them. They got the Weed Whacker 2.0. They got it all. Get 20% off in free shipping with code Theo at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code T-H-E-O at manscaped.com. Trim your hair. Do it well. Do it right. Manscaped. Not trying to preach at you, just trying to share some things. You know, um, I've been doing a little more meditation recently, and it's been allowing me to have a little bit of space from uh, the attachment to every moment. And that has been nice. It's been nice. Even just a little bit of space has been nice. What's going on with you guys? Um, I want to thank everybody that's came out over there in Phoenix. I'll be seeing everybody in uh, New York this week, New York City. Um, we're trying to put some uh, other shows on the books. We got Edmonton uh, is out there. Uh, new date sets up now. Our new date. Uh, it's going to be outdoors. So no idea what that's going to be like. No idea. Um, but we'll see when we get there. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, what's been happening? Uh, what's been happening with you? I want to get some voicemails from you guys. Other dates. We're looking at Australia and the, uh, UK. We're looking to try to figure those out right now. Um, so, man, I can't even believe it to get to go back to some of those beautiful places. And oh, just thank you so much. Thank you for um, wanting me to come, you know, uh, physically, you know, and uh, or, you know, to show up. You know, I'm just I'm not talking about e-jacking. I'm talking about just showing up and doing work. Um, what's going on, man? Oh, boy. Happy Mother's Day. You know, we had a lot of different, we had a lot of different mothers in my neighborhood. My mom was damn high strung. My God. She would goddamn, I mean, good God. 
my mom, I think she fucking slept on the top of a violin. That bitch was high strung. She was god damn. My mother had that kind of if my my mother she she was tight she was wound tight. If she turned her neck, one of her arms would go up to beat the shit out of somebody. She, that's just how she was built. Just like one of those old toys you get. Like as a kid back in the day, they'd have a toy, and if you turn like if you moved its leg, then uh, then then the arm would it, it was double. It was ambidextral. So you move, you know, you moved its neck, one of its arms would go up, and you moved its leg, and then the the other arm, it would just, you couldn't move one part without another part, that's how my mom was. She just, had, she was wound up. If she sneezed, she beat the fuck out of something. She just, you know, she it was just, my mother was wound up, boy. They had all kinds of moms in our neighborhood. We had this one lady, she would, she drank, boy. She drank and she ate uh, Christmas candies year round. She ate Christmas candies year round. This bitch was eating Christmas candies year round, boy, year round. And first, if that ain't the most sinful thing, seeing somebody suck on a piece of Christmas candy, dude. And it's damn June. What's going on? God. The devil's out here selling sugar. And she was naughty, bro. She had a Trans Am, I remember. She had like a sports car. And she would she drink a lot. She would drink a lot. And I remember she'd lay out on the car. She would lay on the hood of that car, dude. She'd She'd go drive it a couple times, and then she'd lay on the hood of it while it was still warm. It's right there. three apartments down from us. She'd lay on that bitch. And she would just kind of just howl. Like, she'd say, I want you. What would she say? I want you. She'd be like, yeah. 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 And then she'd drink a little, take a sip of her drink. It was usually a, a Corona. And she'd say, I want you to hear me feel. And she would just, yeah, yeah. She would howl a little. God, boy. And her damn legs would look all wet. And she, I mean, I don't even know what was going on. God, that lady was, she was fucking wild, boy. And somebody, she said they, that she had barrettes on her, uh, uh, on the hair outside of her cooter. I want you to hear me feel, she would say that shit. Laying on that warm engine. Um, What else? We had another, we had a, some, this my buddy had a thick mom. She was down thick, boy. God damn, dude. She looked like she made out of damn bread, you know? Like when you saw her, you just wanted to damn just put some jelly on that bitch. You just want to damn put some jelly on that bitch. 
and enjoy yourself. God damn, boy. I'll put that bitch in an oven, son. And her, their whole house smelled like biscuits. And they had a mixed child over there, too. And the mama, she always wore kind of hospital clothes, even though she wasn't in in in, in the hospital. I guess she was just ready because eventually they took her in and she passed away. She had uh, blood pressure or something. I don't know. Just damn salt in her blood or something. Damn biscuit blood or something that happened to her. She was, God damn boy, she was beautiful. And then they had another buddy of mine had a, his mom was, mm, she was, God, she was beautiful. She was beautiful, man. I'd go over there and I'd hide in their clothes hamper. I'd hide in there. And I would smell her, uh, brassiers. I'd, God, I would just, I wanted her to be my mother. I would put my, I would get those things and put them on my, just, I would just, just huffing cups, baby. I just wanted to just inhale the scent of that woman until it landed in my DNA, man. I wanted her to be my mother that much. I remember that. I remember that. Um, I can barely see. These sunglasses are damn. They want it all to stop. Sun, everything. But let's get a couple of uh, calls that came in here. The hotline is always 985-664-9503. Um, I do want to update you that me and David Spades are still trying to get a movie made, which would be insane, boy. I don't know if that'll happen. We're trying. Uh, a lot of these studios and stuff, they're not giving it a chance. They don't. There's no, um, we haven't had any luck on the traditional route. You know, I think there's a big, they don't want to see uh, something like that. They don't want to see that kind of, they don't want two guys, they don't, just don't want, I don't think, two white guys having a good time. To be real honest with you. And some of that might be a little jaded, but I can't understand why. They wouldn't jump at the opportunity for for the film. I mean, I well, I mean, I don't have a lot of experience. I don't have any experience. Let's be honest with you, boy. I don't have any experience. Hey, you got experience? I don't. I don't have any. And the baby came from the sky. Oh God. Um, but this is David down spades, bro. Call a spades a spades, baby. That's him. That's Tommy Boy's brother, dog. So, that's Joe damn Dirt, bro. His parents left him at the Grand Canyon. And now he's a movie star. So, that shit just makes me want to fucking juggle my own dick, buddy. So, I don't know. We're trying to find an alternative method to get it made. I might hit up a rich friend or something and see if they'll put some finance in. I, I don't know. But I just wanted to update you on that. Mm. 
What else? I watched the UFC this weekend. I enjoyed it. I was I was bummed that Bryce Mitchell didn't fight. But, you know, you got to take care of yourself. That's important. And uh, anyway, as always, the hotline, 985-664-9503. What's up, Theo? Gage from Pittsburgh. What's up, Gage? And uh, Pittsburgh as well. I like it. I've been there. Got pink eye over there. You know what I'm saying? Got a little bit of downtime in my uptime. You feel me? Onward, brother. I'm having my third kid in August. I got two girls already. I'm hoping for a boy. I'm doing a gender reveal party. Mm. I want to know, how would Theo Vaughn do it? Gang, gang, baby. Praise, brother. I appreciate you asking me, and congratulations on that third, buddy. Congratulations on that, bringing something into the world, an idea, a human idea. What can happen? Um, I think this is how I would do it. I'd get you mommies and daddy out there. Get you mommy and daddy, right? Your parents or her parents. I'd get you a four-wheeler, okay? And I'd run you a, uh, I'd run you a thing of rope from the back of the four-wheeler to each one of the parents to their pants, to the front of their pants. And they're wearing pants only, each parent, pants only. No unders. No unders. And then you tie it, whichever it is, male or female, if it's male, the new baby, you tie it, you tie the knot tight onto the front of your, your dad's pants. And if it's female, you tie it tight onto the front of your mom's pants. And whichever one it isn't, you leave it loose, but you still make it look like it's up by their waist, right? You tuck it into their waist or whatever, so nobody would know the difference. And then you say, okay, one, two, three, male or female or whatever they do. You know, let me see, you know, move that, whatever, gender, whatever they say, right? And let's see the winner or whatever, you know, or whatever they say. I don't know how you guys do it, right? And that's a crotch. Okay, who is it? The baby is the beautiful the world. So here's what I'm saying, man, is that then you floor that four-wheeler and whoever it is, if it's male or female, it rips the pants off of the adult. Now that's some fucking shit right there, boy. That's a, So then you're really revealing somebody's gender. You're revealing two genders. You're saying, hey, the baby's going to be this. And we're also making sure that your parents are appropriately crotched by God. Because imagine, boy, you ripped them uh, pantalones off mom. And she got that hog on her, boy. She got the, that little worker, boy. She got that little semen snout on her, boy. Everybody be damn shocked. That's a double gender reveal. Then she's going to have a new granddaughter, and you're going to have a new father. So that's how I would do it, man. But what do I know? Nothing. Nothing. All right, let's take another call right here. Hey, Theo. My name's Riley. I just got a simple question. What do you think of my car? It's a 2012 Suzuki SX4 hatchback. Uh, that's all I wanted to know. 
Gang, gang. Gang, baby. Thank you, Riley, for calling in on that auto. And um, I don't fiscally, I don't know much about it. You know, you need to look up in Kelly Blue Book or get you on the website or something, Edmonds or something. I don't know. You know, we used to have that Kelly Blue Book, and we'd look on there and see, oh, wow, my car is a piece of shit, I remember realizing. Wasn't even in there. The value of it just damn wasn't even in there. God. But um, I love that. It's a Kia Sorento, huh? Is that what you said? What do you think of my car? It's a 2012 Suzuki SX4 hatchback. Uh, okay. That's different. all I wanted to know. Suzuki. Gang, gang. Yeah, we used to have a brother by us that grew up by us, and they called him Suzuki Leg. And uh, I don't know why. I don't know what happened or what did something had happened to his leg. I think he'd. Um, well, I know what happened. His brother had burned down uh their garage. He'd, his brother had locked him in a garage or something and burned it down, and part of his leg got grilled out a little. And for some reason, they uh, they call him Suzuki Leg over there. And uh, I don't know why. I'll have to go back and ask somebody, but I remember that. But yeah, look, that's a beautiful car. You said 2012. 2012 was a great year, man. That was when uh, the Russians uh, ended that. They had a beefing issue with. The UK, remember, they wouldn't let the beef in from the UK. And that's when the Russians, they end, they ended that, uh, is that an embargo? What is an embargo? Let me see. An embargo, an official band or trade on trade. Yep. The Russians, that's 2012. They ended that embargo, that beef embargo. That They had that meat embargo going on. They didn't want that beef coming in from uh, Britain. They didn't want that British bait. And so they ended it. But in, at that point, it was unlimited Russian beef was allowed in, in uh, no, unlimited British beef was allowed in Russia. And people were damn fucking throwing loins at each other. Just You'd see a, a man just beating his wife with a damn London broil over there in Russia. You know, just God, just, you know, just whipping it, just... You'd see somebody whipping their child with a damn back strap. You know, it was damn beautiful. Um, But that's, yeah, because I used to work in meat. I used to do door-to-door meat work. Uh, I used to do door-to-door meat work. We would do, you know, where you'd knock on people's door and sell them the meat right there. And people want to, look, people, there's something about meat. People want it. People want it. People want meat. Baby, they want it. And if you show up at somebody's house and you're like, guess what? And they're like, what? And you're like, I got some fucking meat right here. Some about decent amount of people want it. Now, some vegans will call you a queer or whatever. You know? But that's them. Um... Anyway, sorry, I'm rambling, man. Let's get back into it. Uh, but yeah, I used to do door-to-door meat. It was truck-to-table right there. And we would sell it to people right there. Uh, you know, it was, you know. 
It was freezer to table. I don't know what it was, but it was we'd sell that shit right out the truck. And different neighborhoods, you'd hit, you know, you'd knock and tell them you had different stuff. Ribs, bro. If you was in some of the urban neighborhood, you'd be like, hey, guess what? We ribbing around over here, you know? I'm driving that rib rover. You feel me? We ribbed up. Who want these ribs? So, praise God. Happy Mother's Day. You know, the sun is, it's God, it's, it's violent. Look at what the sun can do. Burn a hole in a uh, leaf if you have a magnifying glass. Kill an ant. That's why our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable, affordable, sorry, price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've ever worn. That's true. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. Yep, if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked if you don't love your shady rays exchange them for a new pair or return them within 30 days as well exclusively for our listeners shady rays is giving out the best deal of the season go to shadyrays.com and use code t-h-e-o for 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over a quarter million people. ShadyRays.com. Use code Theo. You know, I was in a car accident um, probably about four years ago. Some lady did a U-turn and she didn't know how to do it. And she just, she U-turned right into me. It was more of a J. And I was at the end of the J. And I got just jacked up. That's what happened. If you're ever injured... In a car accident or injured at all, and in some type of accident, you can check out Morgan and Morgan. Morgan and Morgan is America's largest injury law firm. They have over 100 offices nationwide and more than 800 lawyers. With over $15 billion recovered for clients, Morgan and Morgan has a proven track record of fighting till you get your full and fair compensation. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is so easy. It's more like using an app than hiring a lawyer. With Morgan & Morgan, you can submit a claim without ever having to leave the couch. You might not be able to, heck, if you're hurt. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless they win. For more information, go to forthepeople.com slash this past weekend or dial pound law. That's pound 529 from your cell phone. That's F-O-R, thepeople.com, slash this past weekend, or pound 529 from your cell phone. This is a paid advertisement. All right, let's take another call here. Here we go. Hey, Theo, man. Um, I just wanted to call and say, man, it's been rough. I've had a pretty rough couple of years. And um, I've been watching you for a long time, and you're you're just hilarious, man. And I just find you so funny. And I was watching some clips on on YouTube, and one of them was you just saying that you're proud of me, and that was the first time I've heard that in a long time. 
So I just wanted to say thank you, and I just wanted to know kind of what you do for support. How do you get support? How do you make yourself feel better? I just wanted to know. Thank you. Oh, thanks for the uh, for the message, brother. Um, yeah, you know, you might be like me. You might be somebody that didn't hear that when they needed to when they were young, you know. And that's not self-pity. I'm not like, oh, boo-hoo. But the long-term effects of those things are very real. They're very real, man. They're very real. And um, and I'm sorry you're having to deal with these things later in life. But you're not the only person. You know, it's a lot of us that are dealing with this. We kind of late bloomers, you know. Um, and it makes me angry that I have to deal with, I have to deal, I have to meander around these things now, which are things that should have been done for me as a child. It makes me angry, right? But I have to take some action, and that's what we do. We go to, we do therapy, we do different processes. Um, you can uh, do 12-step, you can do ayahuasca. There's different things you can do uh, to help you uh, fill in that space and learn um, and relearn the things you should have learned as a child or should have known and felt as a child. Uh, me for support... You know, this podcast really in some ways has been has been the one thing that's made me show up for my life every week. You know, if there's one thing I've done in my life that I've committed to and I've done it, it's this, honestly. So this has been a great thing. Uh, my brother has been really great for me. My brother has been really, man. You know, I don't know where I would be without my brother, man. I mean, he had a really tough time when we were kids. He had a really tough time. And, uh... You know, he, uh, and, you know, um, and I was the younger brother, you know, so I came in just needing, you know, you know, and probably what little he was getting that he needed as a child, I came in and cut that in half, you know, uh. But he is just a really interesting and resilient and um, and powerful force in my life. I go to him a lot. We've had a well, our relationship has built as I've gotten older, and as he's got as we've grown up, and it has been a blessing, man. You know, my brother's the first person in my life that I ever felt like loved me just unconditionally, unconditionally. He chose to, he just, you know, he chose uh, that for me. I had an ex-girlfriend that loved me unconditionally too, actually. Um, I wasn't ready to be. Uh, a good, you know, a decent husband or, or a decent boyfriend. But, um, but my brother, I go to my brother. Who else do I go to? He really is the one that um, 
you know, he kind of turned, he's my, he, in some ways he turned into my father too. You know, he had to fill in a lot of roles that we didn't have. Um, and he did it for himself first, and then he's been able to extend and, and help me uh, when I've needed it. So, so that has been a just really, man, that's been a blessing. Thank you for asking. All right, we got another video call that came in here. Some of these are video. And for all of these, you can go to theovon.com and you can, um, there's three ways to communicate with the podcast. You can text. Um, those are where we just kind of uh, respond to sometimes. Um, you can send audio and video and uh, we listen and watch those. Um, and some of those we'll use for episodes. Uh, thank you. Hi, Theo. My name's Ashley, and that <laughs> is my beautiful uh, Kane Corso named Abraham. Okay, and hello, Ashley. Thank you for uh, checking in here. Nice to see you. And you got that animal too. You got that. Uh, you got that dark that uh, that dark animal in the back seat. Onward. My question is about. Uh, whether or not Theo has any words of encouragement or just thoughts about having to rehome a pet. Um, I'll actually be moving from South Carolina to Covington, Louisiana mm. uh, in June. So uh, I have to rehome her. I can't take her with me just logistics wise. So I wanted to know what your thoughts were about that. Well, thank you. Yeah, look, I, I think if you're going to bring an animal down to Louisiana, we'll... We, that's good. That's an animal place, man. Name 70 animals. I bet you a lot of them are right there in Louisiana if you do. Um, yeah, I mean, I grew up in the stray animal belt over there. And so I don't know a ton about dogs. I believe in them. I've seen them my whole life, you know. Um, the area I grew up in, a lot of stray animals. I mean, we had stray. Everything was stray. I mean, from the damn birds to uh, this, hell, this one family down the street. You'd catch a damn, that daughter drinking out the ditch. Uh, but we had a lot of stray animals come through. You know, and so I don't have, the first time I ever saw a dog in a home, it was, it blew my mind. I mean, this beautiful blonde haired Blue, a brown-eyed animal. I'm like, God damn, that thing's fine as hell, boy. That thing's fine as hell. I'm about to fucking grill that thing up over at the Asian church, you feel me? Oh, don't you love us, Lord? We love you. What was I talking about? Yeah, so I don't have much experience on uh, rehoming animals, but... But it's obvious you care about the animal. You're going to find it a good home. And I think just welcome to Covington, Louisiana. You know, it's a great place. It's a warm place. Um, there's a lot of good people. Uh, it's a good place to raise a child. It's a good place to be a mom. Um, there's a strong sense of community over there. And... Uh, I'm sure you will like it. It's a great place to have an imagination. And I'm thankful to that place uh, for just giving me a tapestry to be on as a uh, as I pass through time here. Yeah, I don't know. We had a stray animal. I mean, I got bit by, you know, 
I mean, damn, I got bit by so many fucking dogs. God. Them bitches would fucking bite me. I thought there was something in me. I thought I had a damn pork loin in me or something. You know? I thought, I, you know, God was hiding bacon in my ass or something. Them dogs would fucking latch on to me. So, anyway, good luck to you and congratulations on the move. All right, let's take one more call and, um, yeah, let's see what we got. As always, the hotline is 985-664-9503. Um, here we go. Hey, Theo. Um, my name is Danielle. I live on the west side of Michigan. Um, great Lakes, great times, that murder mitten. Yeah, know? baby, that murder mitten. That's it. If you want to get murdered and you want to hear Kid Rock blasting in the background while you do it, you got to go to Michigan, buddy, and enjoy yourself. Onward. No. Um, but anyways, I just got uh, pulled in a little early uh, to this, you know, program that I'm participating in and I just wanted to touch base. I was listening to you, you know, on my drive in this morning and recently you've just been talking a lot about like taking time for yourself, like, you know, prioritizing, like life moves real quickly and, um, you know, that that's, that's true. <laughs> and, uh, I recently made the decision to, um, you know, take some time off for myself and and get some therapy and some medication to kind of battle the dark arts in my heart, in my soul, in my mind. Uh, you know, um, we're out here, man. We're doing it. And, you know, I'm a career person. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. You know, I got a lot of responsibility, mm -hmm. but... You know, at the end of the day, I had to make the decision to uh, help myself, you know, because uh, what's the cost if you don't, right? So, amen, Danielle. Thank you for the call and happy Mother's Day to you. Um, and yeah, I'm, uh, you know, mothers are the real, they're the real worst. They, they're the, you know, mother, they get it all. They get, they're the, you know, it's a lot of, they're the toll booth. They're the on-ramp. It's a lot of responsibility. You're running around with a damn portal between the heavens and existence and the world. Yeah, it's, I'm sure it is stressful. Dear God, I can't even make it through a damn toll booth. If I don't have the change right, I fucking lose my shit. So to be carrying a, you know, a portal. To be in everything that is, you're, you're like that. You're the Greyhound station of the Lord. And you know how much things get left at a Greyhound? All kind of this and that and old jacket. Somebody left a damn uh, uh, oven mid over there and half a milk. Dude, I saw a sister drinking a can of damn Similac one time. Calling somebody a homo on the phone once at Philadelphia over there by the bus, by the Greyhound. So it's all kind of shit. 
You know, and being a mom, being all that. There's a lot coming at you. You're a, you're the, you're the nucleus, really, of the family, really, in a lot of ways. There's a lot passing through you. And there's a lot that's been going on in history, you know. I think so many things happened over the past centuries. Wars and battles and love and loss. And only now in the present society, really, are we really at a place where we've come up kind of for air, where all of our needs are kind of met, where we can look at our emotions, see what's going on, how we feel, what's happening. And it makes perfect sense to take time and clean your mirror so I'm proud of you. Yeah, look, even NASCAR, they put them, dude, they do nine laps and pull them bitches in the shop. And those are the most greatest cars on earth. So it makes sense that we take time to take care of ourselves. It makes sense that we find ways to be happy and take care of ourselves. So I'm proud of you. I don't think there's anything... Uh, yeah, look, this is your time. It's mother, This is Mother's Week. It's your time. So, yeah, you take care of yourself. Take all the time that you need. Um, yeah, it's important. We have to take care. What? Yeah, if you don't have yourself, what do you have? Sometimes I find I'm, I'm, I'm hurrying for what? I've always felt like that in my life. I've got to hurry, get this done so I can. But there's not a thing. There's never a thing that I'm hurt. It's an invis. It's like somebody's fired a gun at a starting line a long time ago. And I've just been going. So take time. Take care of yourself. Play girl. We doing good. What else? Not much, dude. Shaved my chest the other day, feeling okay about that. A little nervous about it. Uh, you know, my tits don't look exactly like I would like, but that's God. That's what he's doing. You know, one of my tits looks like a little bit of like a melt, like somebody put a scoop of ice cream, but it's just starting to melt a little. So, but hey, who don't love a little bit of sweet cream? Can I have some? Um, I want to thank you guys. I want to thank you mothers for being mothers. Um, we're going to go out. This is kind of a sad song. But I used to listen to this song a lot when I needed to process feelings of, uh, of connection that I didn't have with my own mother. I would listen to this. A lot. Not all the time. But I would listen to when I really was in a moment where I was like, okay, I need to pro you know, when I could feel some of those feelings come on, I would listen to this song because it would help me process them. And it would help me get those out of my uh, system, you know. Um, so let's listen to that. Now this is Evan Bartels, The Devil, God, and Me. Uh, happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers out there. Um, we love you. And, uh, and thank you for what you do. And um, thank you.
Be good to yourselves. You know that, baby gang. Now, this is an emo one. So if you don't like that emo, then go on. Go on about yourself. Nobody's keeping you here. Gang, baby. Evan Bartels, man. Love y'all, baby. Mother, may I slip the wine? 